1: Hello everybody, Darrell Lawrence Legacy Maker Sports Network, and I want to welcome you to another edition of one-on-one on the Legacy Maker Sports Network, episode 28. And with me today, I have my man. This this is my guy, y'all. I don't care what anybody says. You know, you can say whatever. This is my dude, man. My man Marquette of Don't Shoot the Messenger podcast. Man, Marquette, how you doing, my man? How you doing?
2: I am blessed. Thank you for letting me come on, man. You know, you are definitely one of my mentors, you know, a person who I look to whenever I need to get advice or just that motivation. So definitely a humbling experience to be over here with you, man. Thank you so much.
1: It's all, man. It's, it's my honor. It's all my honor because, I mean, you know, the same, and vice versa goes to me. Like, I, I, I've watched you in the game. I've seen what you've done all the hard work that you put in and and I know what your mindset is my man and it's just it's a pleasure to have you on there to pick your brain just
2: a little Dang. bit <laughs> please please please
1: now of course on one on one we always start off with the check in so man I got to check in on you man it's been a wow 6 months you know we got some crazy news to, uh well I'm not going to date myself but we got some crazy news within the last uh couple of days yeah. it has been wow and I mean, how's your mindset going with everything going with COVID, social justice issues, name it, man? How's your family, man? How's everything going?
2: Well, I'll start by saying, you know, my family's doing well. Uh, we are blessed, you know, thank God on that home front, you know, and the most high. Um, you know, with the social justice, it has been tough. You know, being a black man, you know, I am a therapist. So when you see this stuff and you're working with clients and you're working with especially minorities, you're trying to help them process it. By the same token, you're trying to process it yourself. Right. Um, I think that I've been doing a good job of finding outlets, also having a good support system. But that's what's been helping me, you know, having that support system, having people around who can say, hey, you look like you need help. Let me help you. So that's what it's, that's what it's all about. And also having a podcast, you know. This is, this is where I get to vent, and talk about a lot of stuff that goes on um, uh, inside the arena of sports and outside, so. Just happened that. But overall, everything's good until last Sunday when my 49ers had like 20 people out. <laughs> uh, everything was
1: okay, you, I Ooh. thought about you, man. I looked and I said, man, like, this is like, uh, and I don't wish ill upon anybody, but it was hard to watch. I was like, "I every, and it's crazy because I have um, Raheem, uh, and I'm not going to destroy it because I've destroyed his last name. I name. Raheem right. Mostert. Mors- see, I, I've, I've called him Mustard, Morset. you name it. I've called him a little bit of everything. All I know is my man mm. was balling at the beginning of that game. Know, he got me 22 points. Okay. I'm glad he got me the points, you know, on a point a point where like, at least I got get he got the point. But I hate to see him get injured because he's a key part of my team. I'm like, nah, of, course, of course, of
2: course. So,
1: I mean, you know, and then to lose both to Ann Thomas and then you got Jimmy G out for a couple weeks, it, it's going to be a little bit of a tough goal. But, I mean, I still think, you know, the, the defense will be fine.
2: Mm. I mean, we just we just gotta stay in it, you know. Luckily, we got some games that I think we can afford to go without these guys. Um, you know, again, not discrediting any team in the NFL, but I think that playing the Giants, is are gonna be at the same god awful field. Uh, you know, having some games, you know, like the Eagles right. and having the Rams. So staying on the NFC least, I mean, East uh, definitely is. Uh, a plus for
1: us. It's a positive. <laughs> yeah, so hopefully
2: by the time we go back to the West Coast, everybody will be back. I know we lost um, Bosa, a, Solomon Thomas, and, eh, you know, he you know, He was uh, he's yeah, a hot right. pick,
1: but, yeah, I mean, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. he was hot
2: when he first came in, but hasn't really been productive for us right. um, consistently. Um. But, you know, just to see that many injuries, you know, outside of football, you know, these guys – um, this is their livelihood, you know. So I just wish them much success, and I hope that they can recover and have a successful career. So,
1: exactly. same here, man. It just, that's it's crazy. It's crazy. Now let's dig a little bit in here, man. How how and when did you get this love? This love of sports. When it when did it hit your soul, and you knew. At that moment, I was like, man, I'm in love with sports. This is this is, this is is something that I, I need to do or be a part of for the rest of my life. When did you fall in love with sports, my friend?
2: Well, I fell in love with sports when I used to see that 49ers helmet back then. Not the exact one, but my uncle, he had a little one, and it was like an ornament. And I just loved the color. As a little kid, uh-huh. you know, it just sticks out, you know. And then he had the jacket. So it just stuck out with me, and I just started watching it. But when I really started to pay attention to sports was about 94. Um, that's, you know, um, I know you know about this. Some of the young people might. But that's before UConn was hot, when he had Danielle and Donnie Marshall. Um, when when uh, Ray Allen was just a, you know, uh, a pup. young pup trying to get <laughs> in the game. That's when I really started following it. That's when the 49ers went on a run. And we got Deion Sanders. And I fell in love with Deion Sanders. Um, became a Brave fan because of Deion Sanders. And just watching sports, um, I wasn't the most athletic kid because I was a, I was on a heavier side. So whereas, you know, I don't know how, like, you guys in Virginia have it, but we had, like, Pee Wee, Junior Midgets, Midgets. Right, right, And when you're 10 years old, you're playing Pee Wee. I was playing Midgets. So it was tough, but I just loved playing. And what really made me stick with football, my uncle, Uh, I love my uncle. He's like a father to me. He Mm -hmm. bought me the same cleats that Charlie Woodson had when he won the Heisman in 1997. Right. The cleats was $75. Back then, that was a lot of money. It's a lot of money now. And he said, you will not quit. And I said, okay. He said, give it two weeks. You'll be fine. And from that moment, I never quit. And I realized that sports gives you that toughness and also gives you that leadership and that humility. And even if you don't win, there's always a lesson in sports. So I always love, love sports from then. And just joined the podcast, um, I started my podcast in 2015. I was tired of people talking about my godson, LeBron James. Um, I was tired of <laughs> texting. <laughs> I was tired of texting about uh, Floyd Mayweather. So I said, let me start this thing called a show. And lo and behold, it's called a podcast. And I just went from there and just... Every day, I just, I just love it. You know, I love every part of it—from the setup on the microphone, from how I sound, um, to just, to just the grind and hustle. You know, like, like we, you know, like we talked about—it's that grind. But knowing that people like you, again, I'm in Connecticut, you're in Virginia, and you know, we are admiring one another, and that's what keeps me, you know, hungry to continue to do this.
1: Now, it's funny that you, you know, you mentioned there about, you know, it all happened for you in '94. Uh, and and for me, a lot of my sports teams, the teams that I fell in love with, to me, kind of happened around that around that time frame. Uh, I, I became a Mariners fan in '94. King Griffey with hot, you know, uh, the big unit, um, then the, the squad, and then that that was the year they were really good. And then the strike season hit. Uh, my, my brother was playing um, minor league baseball for the Marlins. Okay. And and then he ended up getting sent home because of everything that was going on there. So that that kind of got my love for the Mariners going. Uh, and then uh the Heat. You know, people was like, well, how would you become a Heat fan? Well, I Harold Yeah, I mean, you know, look, Zo <laughs> Alonzo Mourning. You know, he's from Chesapeake, you know, Virginia. Oh, yes, that's right. And, and I and I and it was just me looking at as a Virginia guy. You know, started connecting as the Virginia guy. You know. You know, he's doing this. I used to love the Georgetown uniforms. I, used to, I fell in love with those. And so that connection kind of – at first he was with Charlotte. And I really didn't have a team then because, like, I, I like watching Charlotte Hornets. But, you know, Jordan was still kind of in the round the way, so you enjoy watching Jordan. But then he went and, you know, Tim Hardaway had left Golden State. And then they kind of all just, like, got together. For me, it was like, oh, shoot, this is it. So I'm a Heat fan. Uh, and then uh, hockey, which I'll throw real quick uh, – in HL ninety four, so ninety four that ties that's, everything. Yeah. All of my, all of those other three teams minus the Packers. I've been a Packers fan since ninety one, but the other three teams all came that year. I was ten years old, and it mm-hmm. all happened in. And I've been fans ever that's since. True. So it's it's crazy that you mentioned that ninety four because so there's something year. special about it. Yeah, it's just a good year, it's just a solid year. Other than OJ and stuff, but we'll oh, that's yeah. a whole other conversation. Hey, the Knicks losing. Um, yeah, and the Knicks losing.
2: Funny story, right? Two things. One, I was a Charlotte Hornets fan. Mm-hmm. And when they left, I just I left with them. So when people said, "Oh, you are you know you are a bandwagon jumper," you know they left. From, they left. So I was a Charlotte. If Charlotte was still, I mean they are, but if they were, if they had stayed in Charlotte, I would have continued to be a Charlotte Orange fan. And two, I won't, you know, don't tell nobody this. Um, back then in '95, I had a Green Bay Packers starter jacket.
1: A, the fire
2: with the yes yes with the with the big old pocket yes, And I liked it because it was football but like I always felt dirty because <laughs> I was like it, it wasn't 49ers see back then everything wasn't accessible you know you didn't have fans edge like you had to know somebody to get to stuff and even right. though starter, was housed in New Haven, Connecticut. This is where it started. Mm-hmm. Um, but 49ers stuff was hard to get unless you lived on the West Coast. Only West Coast stuff that they were really booming over here was, like you said, Mariners, Raiders gear. Right. So, yeah, I had my Green Bay Packers
1: jacket. I'll never do it again. But. I, I, I Look, I understand completely, my friend. I I, I I can't even imagine, but at least you had it. You know, right. there's a couple of things. I remember one time my brother tried to make me wear uh, a Washington football team jersey, formerly known as oh. the Redskins. And we went to a game, and they, they were playing um, the Eagles. And it was the second time we all went as brothers. He's like, man, we don't want the trouble we had last time. And why don't you put on this uh, jersey? And I put that jersey on. I was like, Ugh. I had to take it right back off. I said, I, I had it on <laughs> for like two minutes. I said, brother, I don't think I can do this anymore. It hurt my nah, heart. Man. No, man, no. <laughs> Smart man you are. Yeah, man. It, hurt, it started hurting me. I was like, no, nah, I can't. And then my package jersey was looking. at said, let me go and put that back on. I, I'll there just make the L. If They yell at me. They yell at me.
2: <laughs> Smart man right
1: there you are. Now you know you, you know you and you guys you know um, Ruck and, and, and Chris you know y'all have built a, a, a pretty uh, popular thing with the uh, Don't Shoot Domestic the podcast you know when you guys got together and y'all started brainstorming this brand um, you know where did that mindset come from like what you know when you're building your brand what is how did you kind of like bring that thing all together um, and you know how how has that been for you you know I know you say you started since 2015 but how's it all come around for you my man.
2: Um, so when I first started, it was basically me by myself and I had Chris on as a guest and his wife, at the, well, his girlfriend at the time who uh, became his wife, mm-hmm. she said, you know, it's funny, Chris only wanted to do a podcast, but he didn't want to ask you. I'm like, why not? Cause I've been doing Chris <laughs> in fifth grade. Right. She's like, well, he didn't want to, you know, uh, step on your toes. And I'm like, yeah, he could. So that's how we started. We started right. in my bedroom. So then, once we started in my battle, like, yeah, we got to move because this is too small. So then we started doing it in my living room. Mm-hmm. So we had Ruck on one time, and you know, it was just that chemistry. We had him as a guest, and Chris just said, That's it. And I said, What What? that's it? What he said, He got to be a third person. And we didn't know who was going to be, how many people they were going to be. Mm-hmm. I wish I had like a this, this like fantasy story I could tell you. Like, oh, we sat down and we brainstormed behind a big table. He <laughs> was outside standing in the cold. But Chris just said, that's it. And he got to be with us. And we took him. And from that moment, it was about giving people what they like. And if you ever listen to my show, I'm more in the background. And I let them, you know, take the reins and I let them go. Because they have a lot of good stuff to say. Like, this show... Like, we call it the People's Podcast because it's for the people. Right. And one thing that I learned is that whenever I'm doing a show, you keep in mind the people that don't know sports. Right. Because those are people that are, are really listening. Like, I realize more women listen to us because they, they said they like how we break the show down. So our mindset is always, one, be entertained, but, two, be informative. So that's why – that's the approach that we take. And, and also, we take the approach of being really, 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 really authentic. And I know your show. I love your show. Very respectful. Um, So your fans that's listening, it's a little bit different. Um, Just imagine like The Breakfast Club with Charlemagne. um, First take with Stephen A. But Stephen A. could say a little more. And that's how it is. That's how it is. And um, it wasn't, no, I want to say it wasn't always like that. But it formulated like that and it got a lot better. Um, Believe it or not, you know, we are, trying to tone it down we are really trying to but a friend of mine who worked for espn he said he likes my show because we we talk about stuff that espn don't talk about mm-hmm. and to hear that from someone that is a producer on espn right i was like wow so our mindset is just you know put out the best content that we can put out some days we don't go every week because life happens you know yeah, but when yeah. we put it out i want people to be like Man, don't You Up with a really good show. Like, when I listen to Legacy Makers, I'm like, mm-hmm. you know,
1: man, these guys. Oh, man, I love you and Jay, man. Great. Great. Thing, and, man. And, and that's the thing, man. Like, I, I love and i you know, always trying to support. And, you know, when you guys pop up in there, I'm like, oh, this is about to be good. Especially <sighs> my man, Chris. I, 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 and I love Ruck, you know, because me, me and Ruck, you know, we got our package group that Packers. we do a messenger. We always talking back and forth, you know. He hate Matt Lafleur. He cannot stir Matt Lafleur. Oh, of course and, he does. And um, and and it's funny, but we we always uh talk about that. But I love. I, I it's been a couple times where I caught on. And Chris' passion, yes. just makes me smile. Yes. He can get, he gets so intense, but I love it. And I'm like, yes. man, that guy right there, you know, he, he's amazing. I mean, and the guys just, you got, like I said, the chemistry between you three. You can see it. Like it shines through. And that's, that's what I love about it. That's why I like and, and the perfect name. Don't shoot the messenger. We just get it. I love it. I just yes love it, you
2: got it. That's you know what? Thank you. That was my main premise of the show. Like, don't shoot the messenger. we just giving you what it is. is and what that's is. what the premise of the show is. And that's why, you know, I take pride in that because we have been talking about social justice thing you know we have been talking about some of the injustices that's been happening in football you know when the whole kyle kaepernick thing happened people were hitting me up like yo you got to talk about kyle kaepernick people give us stuff to talk about so mm-hmm. you know we we want to continue to give you know good entertainment um but again we um been toning down the cussing because we want your fans <laughs> to be able to listen and not be like you know the what you got to listen to here man he's oh you know, like, he's yeah. this so,
1: guy's out like, here swinging, man like, yeah. i mean i I mean, you know, it's like it's like that brand of comedy. You know, you either gonna listen right. to Sinbad or you are gonna listen to Dave Chappelle,
2: and that's your, <laughs> right. you know what I would say. That is a good analogy, but Sinbad has been cussing a little bit. I don't know if right, you heard. I saw it. Wait a minute, breakfast I, I, stuff.
1: I, You know, it's funny because I think you know, and God rest his soul. But I think ever since his dad has passed, right,
2: right, right. I
1: think he did it out of respect to his dad. I think he kept clean comedy because of his dad mm-hmm. being a pastor and all that stuff, and. And you can res- I can respect him for that. I mean he me Sinbad is my favorite. My favorite of all time. People make fun of me and they're like, Sinbad. I'm like, yes. Sinbad makes you laugh even if it's so quirky sometimes. It makes you laugh, you, know, you don't even realize it. So that is think, a yeah. good analogy. Yeah I,
2: yeah. I I I really like that. You know, you can listen to Sinbad Deja Pell. So so for your viewers. We're going to Deja Chappelle's side.
1: Yeah, I would say. Well, I'm more like probably more like Sinbad, but then Jay's probably a little bit of like Tom Segura. If, mm-hmm. For those who know Tom Segura, that that's Jay. Jay's Jay's a little Tom Segura. So that little messing on our show is probably what you see. You know, he's always messing with me and all that stuff. But it's just like you said, it works, man. It's that it's yes. that chemistry that you can tell when two people or a group is together, and that's what I love about your show is just that that chemistry, man. You cannot beat that chemistry. Thank you. <laughs> All right, everybody. Now it's time for my favorite segment of the show. It is time for quick ones. All right, man. So here it goes. Quick ones. I'm going to, I'm going to give you something and you don't have to, it doesn't have to be a one word answer. Like I tell people they can do that, but I like for you to explain it. So I'm going to uh-huh. go ahead and break out a couple of them for you and let's see how you're feeling on that. Are you ready, my man? You ready for the Marquette 7 edition of quick one?
2: Yes, sir. Yes,
1: sir. All righty, let's hit you with the first one. Give me your favorite sports moment of all time. Now, it doesn't have to be. It could be something that you did. It could be something that um. It could be something that you seen on TV. But give me your favorite sports moment of
2: all time. Well, since I'm talking about favorite sports moments, my uh, old high school team, High Highland, was when we won the state championship in 2000. So that was one of the favorite. And if you look on the back, you can tell it's probably one a the block LeBron James on. Uh, Andre Iguodala game seven. Same
1: yeah. deal. all day, every day. I still remember that. I think I was down in Arkansas when that happened. Ooh. at a At a Walmart event, okay. and we were watching it in a restaurant, eating like chicken wings. It's the only thing I remember about. I remember <laughs> I was like, "Oh shoot, this is happening!" So yeah, I remember the block. That's the moment. That's the moment it happened for me. Uh, next one, worst sports moment that you've ever <sighs> had to deal with. Oh my gosh! This <laughs> I mean, two minutes.
2: Ten point lead and you give it up? Oh my gosh! Um, probably yeah, yeah, yeah. This this year really irked me because we had the game, um, and it was just like like it was we just let it go, we just let it go. So probably one of the worst that come to mind right now. So yeah, yeah. 49ers losing to the Chiefs.
1: Yeah, I got a couple myself. I, I've said it a couple times on the show. All I'm gonna say is 2015 NFC Championship game. That wow. game bothers me more than anything. I I I mean, we've lost Super Bowls. Like I got, you know, we lost to the Broncos in the Super Bowl, and that that bo- that doesn't bother me as much as that game bothers. Me. Mm-hmm. I mean, we we've, we've gotten blown out by by the 49ers. We've gotten blown out by the Falcons, and neither one of those games bother me the way that Seahawks game bothered me. That's oh. just that's just what it is. I it'll what? it'll never I'll never let go. Five minutes and twenty four seconds left, and we got a nineteen to seven lead. Like, just and then, I, anyway, I'm, I'm having a bad flashback. I don't you know, feel my pain, yeah. I feel it, I feel it. Uh, next one, um, give me your favorite 49er of all time.
2: Oh my gosh, my favorite 49 of all time, man. You, man, Oh, uh, that's that's tough. But even though he only had a shirt, stand, I'm gonna say Deion Sanders because. He the really.
1: person that Deion on, <laughs> on this show. You the name Dion Deion on this show.
2: You, you got to go with Deion because he kept my attention. He's the reason that I started watching football heavily when mm-hmm. he got to the 49ers. I'm, I watched him with the Falcons, but when he came to the 49ers, and literally, look what he did. He helped us win the championship, then went to Dallas the next year. So Deion Sanders is one of my favorite 49ers of all time. Even though it's the stint, I know we got Joe right. Montana, um, Steve Young, Jay Rice. But Deion Sanders
1: for me? Sure. This is crazy. I promise you. I don't know what it is about. Uh, I know we, we had our uh, man Emmanuel Glaze down there from the Crush a while back. He said it. Uh, Nishina Quick, she named Deion. There's been a couple of people that have named Deion on here, and we ta- we tagged him in a post one time, and he and he gave us a little love. And I'm just sitting there like, yo, people like people love Deion Sanders,
2: man. Coach Prime. Coach listen, Prime. <laughs> listen, one of my favorite quotes of all time not because you know not sports but all time this is my house point blank there
1: we go there we go last one on quick ones since we talked a little bit about comedians earlier give me your top three comedians of all
2: time oh you gotta go with red fox Mm. richard pryor yeah, eddie murphy
1: you can't i mean you can't go wrong there There You you can't you really can't go wrong there i and see that's crazy because oh man if I, if I had to give you my three, I'd probably say, well, I know Sinbad's in there. and I I, 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 cause I agree with that, but I said Sinbad, uh, then I would throw in Chappelle. And then I'd probably throw Eddie in and those mm-hmm. are my top three. But, uh, it, I listen to a lot of like weird, not a weird comedy, but weird comedy, but I like, I, I, I love Tom Segura. People are like, well, what are you? I just love him. I mean, he, he makes me giggle in a weird way. I'm like, ooh, ooh, ooh. but it's like, I love Tom Segura. <laughs> Patrice O'Neill was one of my guys. Yes, rest in peace. Yeah, when he re- heard, when, he when he died, man, that broke my heart. So yeah, he's in there. But yeah, I would say those are my three Eddie, uh, Dave Chappelle, and Timbad.
2: Uh, one of, I, I don't want to say like like top three, but one of my favorite, you know, when you talk about, you know, unorthodox, you know, people don't think. It's a, um, it's a comedian named by, uh, by the name of Sebastian uh, Maniscalco. Check
1: him out. Funny dude. A lot of energy. He's, like, he's on Netflix, isn't he? Yes. Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna have to check him out. I'm going to have to check him out. I've seen a couple of his uh, highlights on that. So I'm going to check it out one day. Mm-hmm. i might have to jump on it. That's how I found Thomas McGraw. I found him on um, Netflix. And I was like, this dude right here is a straight fool. You yes. Know, so I- <laughs> definitely, definitely, definitely. All right, everybody, that was the Marquette Sutton edition of Quick Ones here on the Legacy Maker Sports Network. And once again, Marquette, I want to truly, truly, truly appreciate you, brother, for coming on to today's show. But before we go, I need you to leave your legacy, man. I need you to tell me, you know, what type of legacy you want to leave in this field. And on top of that, if you got any special projects you got going on, my man, my man, let us know about
2: them. Well, my legacy, I just want people to be inspired and to know that no matter what, life throws at you, you can get through it. You can definitely make it, you know, seeing uh, people like myself and you understanding that, listen, no matter what it is, you can do it and just keep pushing, keep striving. Um, projects that I have I, outside of, you know, sports, I do have the set like that podcast. where We talk about cultural stuff, um, you know, current events, um, some political stuff, but, you know, we try to keep it with the entertainment realm. Another project that I have, um that's about it. I don't have anything else. um now, is, hopefully your wife, I have something. Your,
1: is your wife with you on that pro- on that uh,
2: podcast? yeah, so that's my lady, so well, she got her own, and we just been like merging, so I think that we're just gonna come together and, just, <laughs> and form like a nice union
1: oh, you know, like, so, so yeah so, you
2: know I know right I know you know, oh, you, know she, nice. you know you know she just she just come and take over how you know,
1: <laughs> so, oh, I got this, yeah, I know me and my wife have started our own little project where we're doing like. Try to do small commercials for small businesses with well, my back. Nice. So, you know, we've done a couple um, so far working on some, and it's, di- it's different when you're working with the wife. You know, you, yes. I mean, I think you understand how that is. We love them, gotta make sure we say that at first. We love yes. y'all, yep, yep. uh huh. You know, but it is a little bit different, <laughs> yep,
2: yep, yes, sir.
1: <laughs> All right, everybody, this has been episode 28 of 101 on the Legacy Maker Sports Network. Marquette, brother. I, I'm gonna say what I say here, and I I, mean, I truly mean it, brother. I love you, man. I love you, too, man. Him. And you keep doing your thing out there in this industry, man. If y'all don't know, man, go support this man. Don't shoot the messenger podcast, man. Like him on Facebook. Hit him up on Twitter. Yes, hit sir. Him on all the platforms. Make sure you check my man out, Marquette. I love you, brother.
2: Love me too, man. Take care.
1: All right, everybody. That's been Legacy Makers Sports Networks One on One, Episode 28, Marquette Sutton. I'm Darrell Lawrence. Until next time. One, 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 one,
0: one, 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 one. Welcome to the one on one. One on one. When it comes to ratings, man, we number one. We number one. I get the truth, then I give them the scoop. If anybody got a question, I give them the proof. Welcome to the 101 on one. When it comes to ratings, man, we number one. We number one. I get the truth. truth. Then I give them the school. Hey. If anybody got a question, I give hey. them the food. Hey. 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 Welcome to One on One, a Legacy Lakers Sports Network.